Hey everybody, this is Father John Ricardo with Acts 29, and in the middle of all the craziness and the uncertainty that's going on right now, it seems from our perspective as a team that it's worth using these days to reflect in a more deliberate way on the scriptures every day, which for many of us now is the only spiritual food that we're receiving. And so we're going to do a special podcast series simply entitled, Be Not Afraid, God's Word in Uncertain Times. And we'll try to post something every day, usually reflecting on the scriptures so that we can listen in on what God is trying to say to us in these days. Again, today, as we get closer to Pentecost and the conclusion of the celebration of the Easter season. We have front and center the figure of St. Paul in the Acts of the Apostles. And as I mentioned yesterday, what's important to remember, one of the things that's important to remember about Paul and about us as disciples and disciple makers is that Paul wasn't trying to teach people what to think. He was trying to teach people how to think. He was trying to teach people how to bring their minds into conformity with the mind of God. Again, that's what repentance means, to change your thoughts, to change the way you think, to think in accord with reality. And so I've been mentioning off and on for the past week or so this extraordinary book, which was just recently published by the University of Mary, entitled From Christendom to Apostolic Mission, Pastoral Strategies for an Apostolic Age. It is an exceptional book, and I keep reading from it because, well, because it says better than anything I could say what I want to say, especially right now as we get to the conclusion of this uh, extraordinary season that we're in. And so the author says at one point, too often Christianity is presented to the mind of the modern believer or inquirer as a set of rules one follows or as a number of unattached doctrinal statements one accepts, or as an organization one belongs to. Just do a quick check if you're a parent or a teacher or a priest. How often do we talk about the faith that way? Or did we, perhaps, in years past? Certainly, many people perceive Christianity as a bunch of rules, or just a bunch of unattached doctrinal statements, or as an organization. But it doesn't provide, the author says, a way of seeing the whole. So he goes on to say, and I wholeheartedly agree, Christianity is the most shockingly momentous view of what it means to be human that has ever been seriously believed and pursued. The weight of this momentousness is both thrilling and terrifying, Much of the modern flight from Christianity, when it does not stem from boredom with a watered-down conventional version of the faith, is precisely a flight from the seriousness of existence at the heart of the Christian vision, a refusal to attempt to scale the heights that all humans are called to in Christ. In the Christian vision, To be a human is to be involved in an extraordinary adventure. The greatest adventure stories ever written are only echoes of it, pale shadows of what the lowliest human is in truth undergoing. This drama began before we were born and will continue after we die, and each of us has been given a unique role to play in it. 
an integral aspect of this drama is that we have been born into an invisible world as well as a visible one, and the invisible world is incomparably more real, more lasting, more beautiful, larger than the visible. Our blindness to that world represents much of our predicament. We are caught by the illusion of the merely seen and need to have our blindness cured. This drama involves us not only with the awful and marvelous and incomprehensible being of God, who created us with a decisive purpose in mind, but also with a cosmic struggle among creatures of spirit more powerful than we are, who influence human life for both good and evil. We have been born into a battle, and we are given the fearful and dignifying burden of choice. We need to take a side. Every human has been created for a magnificent destiny that makes the greatest prizes of this world seem like uninteresting nothings, a destiny of such height that the imagination can hardly take it in. Not only are we meant to know good things, happiness, strength, length, length of existence, but we have been created to experience the unthinkable, to share in the very nature of God, to become in the language so beloved by Eastern Christians divinized, created from the passing stuff of the material world, fused with an invisible and immortal soul, we are each of us meant to be what we would be tempted to call gods. Creatures of dazzling light and strength, beauty and goodness, sharing in and reflecting the power and beauty of the infinite God. Yet our destiny is at great risk. Had it not been for the intervention of God himself in our history, by a shocking act of humility and love, our divine destiny would have been lost to us by our own pride and rebellion. Individually and as a race, we had sustained a mortal wound and forfeited our original purpose and had become enslaved to evil spiritual creatures who themselves had turned their backs on the goodness and light of God and had become deformed and filled with malice. The true history of the human race has been largely hidden. Events of great magnificence take place away from the eyes of the world. By many orders of magnitude, the most important event in world history was the coming of God himself in human form among us. He came not only to teach us truth, but also to do battle for us against the powers of darkness, and having conquered them to revivify us individually and as a race. He gave his life as an offering to bring us back from the dead and to adopt us into his own divine nature. It was an event hardly noticed by the powerful and wealthy of the time. Most knew nothing at all of it, and those who did treated it as of little importance. But the event has since come to echo through every corner of the world. And this pattern continually repeats itself. The same hidden momentousness is true in the history of every individual. The real importance of a human life, not only in terms of its ultimate goal, but also as regards its influence on current human affairs, is impossible to gauge by anything we can immediately see. 
As we continue to get closer and closer then to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, let's keep praying, let's keep fervently, deliberately, intentionally praying. Holy Spirit, open my eyes, open my mind, help me to see reality. Help me to use today in such a way as to transform my sphere of influence so that it's in keeping with how you created everything to be. And remember, do not be afraid. God is with you. You were born for this.